Okay, so today uh, we're with Alicia Larkin, who is the regional vice president at Gartner. Uh, Gartner is a large organization uh, that specializes in IT and everything about it. Uh, so Alicia, can you tell us a little bit about your role? Sure. So um, this is Alicia. I am in the regional vice president um, at Gartner. I run a sales organization in our um, Northeast sales division, focusing on pre-revenue startups through $250 million software vendors. That is a sizable uh, client base, I'm sure. You must yeah. have a lot of clients in that, in that number when you think about, like, that's a broad spectrum. We do. Here in the Northeast, we have a few hundred clients. Oh, wow. That's yeah. fantastic. So, Alicia, how did you decide on this role? Sure. So, you know, I think in terms of my career path and, and why I chose it, I think that, you know, many times we assume it's, it's a linear um, thought process or, or it's simple in terms of choosing what one wants to do upon graduating from high school or college. And, you know, people think at, at the age of 18, I need to understand exactly what I want to do and what I want to uh, pursue and, and stick to that career. And it, and it really is, for me, I feel like it was more about what was important to me and that drew me to this career. And I think about, as I reflect on, on that, you know, I think my background, I think my skills and also my, my goals in life were really how I ended up pursuing a career in sales. And that led me to a career in sales in technology. You know, what's funny is as a, uh, a client of Gartner for many years, uh, I have to tell you that there's a lot of value in um, the partnership with your salesperson at Gartner, mm -hmm. and, which is different in my opinion from other, you know, kind of traditional sales, you know, kind of transactions. But I have met some of my, you know, uh, best, um, you know, greatest friends, allies, whatever you want to call them uh, through Gartner who have been, you know, kind of in the sales slash account management you know, yep. arena. So, you know, and I feel like part of that is that you, your, your role is distinct is, is deaf is different because there's so much that matters in that relationship. There's so yep. much that, you know, you're, you're invested in someone's growth. You know, I think that's really, uh, it's, if you think about it, it's kind of like being um, a teacher, right? Because mm -hmm. you're, you're looking for opportunities for someone to grow as an individual. So, yeah. Absolutely. Thing. So, yeah. So when you think about your role today, what, yeah. what matters to you most about it? Sure. So I think it's twofold. I think one, you know, when I was talking about my career and why I got into sales, you know, I'll back up a little bit and share that, you know, I got into sales because um, I was raised by a single mother household where things were always tight financially. And my mom was always working multiple jobs. Um, she really had no one else to rely on. So from an income standpoint, I, from a young age, I realized being self-reliant was important, but also making a lot of money mm -hmm. was very important to me. Mm -hmm. um, she had come here from the US, to the U.S. from Spain at the age of 18, didn't really know the language and had, um, and ended up being able to get her bachelor's degree, her master's she was able to, she became a teacher. Um, she was a principal. Um, she always juggled multiple jobs. And so, you know, not only knew I, did I know income was really important, but also I knew hard work was really important. And that hard work really put you in a position to achieve great things. 
And so, you know, I think those two things paired together really helped lead me towards sales. And then in terms of technology, I just love the fact that it's an ever-changing world. Um, it's always going to be in demand, but also to your point is that, you know, at, at Gartner, we're partnering with executives of companies, we're helping them drive their, their, their goals, we're helping them overcome their challenges, we're helping these companies really make big decisions as well as individuals in their roles. So executives at companies make better decisions. And so, you know, in my experience, I feel like I've been able to not only tap into something that's really important to me, but it's also been great to be part of a um, part of a company that's always talking about the cutting edge of technology. And these technologies are things that impact our world every single day. Yeah, it is. It is definitely a, a forward-thinking organization. Uh, you know, I, I uh, know from experience that you know there were many times in my in in my career where you know when you've had to present to a board or you have to present to executive management or even when you need an exercise to mature your team there are a lot of the skills that are within that organization that that have helped me to actually you know be able to do to do those things correctly you know and be able to kind of shine a new light or have me think a little bit differently about my approach to 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 an, an issue or problem or even just a brand new strategy something mm -hmm. that we really need to just get done right so so when we think about your career in general mm -hmm. did you decide to change careers at all during your your uh, your journey so yes kind of and so back in so i joined um i used to be in the mortgage world and so at some level, I've always been in sales. And so I used to um, write mortgages. And then I ended up moving over to a smaller um, supply chain consulting firm, research firm named AMR Research in Boston. And then within two years, we were acquired by Gartner. And so that's how I came over to Gartner. And so technically, I've been in sales my whole career. It's just what I was selling was a little bit different. Right, right. I mean, so, you know, it, it's definitely more of a pro serve, you know, kind of thing with, yes. uh, with uh, professional services with Gartner and then with mm -hmm. mortgages, that's, that's a whole other, a whole other, uh, you know, kind of uh, ball of wax there to, right. to kind of unfold, you know, what I mean, to look through, especially with regulations, etc, and everything else mm -hmm. that's out there. So, yes. so when, when we're looking back on, you know, kind of, you know, you've been a mortgage broker, you know, kind of in mortgage sales, you've been in, in Gartner for technology sales, but what obstacles do you think that you've overcome in your career? Sure. So when I think about the biggest obstacles, I think that really um, what, since I've been in sales, I've always had the opportunity to work hard and have it pay off. It's why I love sales. And even as a minority female, Hispanic female, I love that I have the ability to also have a bit of a level playing field with my peers, regardless of gender or ethnicity. So that's why I love sales is that, is that I'm able to, regardless of my background, put in a lot of effort to be able to achieve an outcome. Biggest obstacle that I'd have to say is, is I really think my mindset has been a big obstacle. Um, and the self-doubt that always appears in my head. And so there's something called the imposter syndrome, which is very common in women. So it's a, it's, you know, it's, it's self-doubt in your head that no matter how much you make or where you are in your career or how much you have accomplished, you always feel like a fraud. 
or that someone's going to find out you're not as great as you seem. And so I feel like, you know, I've, it's a feeling that makes me feel like, although I have, you know, 20 plus people reporting to me now, I have an internal narrative in my head um, that I tell myself that I got here perhaps through luck, or there's always that fear that perhaps they're going to realize, like, people are going to realize I'm not as competent as my education or experience or accomplishments um, might make me seem. And while I know it's a completely irrational thought, it's just something that's very present in me. Um, but I've also come to realize it's very present in a lot of women. It's a very female um, syndrome. And so, you know, why has that been an obstacle in my career? I think that, I think I've just never been able to, and I'm working on this, enjoy my accomplishments, I would say, as much as I should. You know, I'm working on being more proud of what I've done. Um, but I feel like I'm always just working on trying to prove that I'm capable and driving success, but it's important to really like stop and smell the roses a bit more and, and remind myself that I'm capable. And, you know, while females, I feel like some females might share that their biggest obstacles in their roles have been maybe not getting promoted or, or getting paid the same as their male counterparts, or even maybe being taken seriously at, you know, at the table, the proverbial table. Um, what I love about sales is that in my experience, it's been a bit different for good or for bad. The primary mm -hmm. focus is on your performance. And so right. you always know how you're doing. And so, right. you know, I knew in my career, the more I achieved, the more, you know, or in my career, in my experience, the more I achieved, the more my career grew. And, and I've always focused on hard work and accountability and a positive can-do mindset and attitude. Um, and that simple recipe has kind of helped me be consistent at performing, but also build great relationships with my leaders. And so I've always been supported and promoted. Um, but I do think that, you know, despite a successful, you know, 14 year career with Gartner, it's still something at the back of my head that I see as almost like a daily obstacle for me to, to overcome. Yeah, I find that uh, women in general, if something goes wrong, we immediately think it's more because of us when something's successful, <laughs> we don't believe we really had anything to do with it. That, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's just been one of those things sometimes. Uh, I feel as if in my career, I've had a little bit of the same, you know, um, thing. I think with us, it's also an, um, a nice quality to be able to say, you know what, I wanna share this. It's a team effort. It's mm -hmm. team that we've done this all together. And yep. I think that sometimes that's something that comes with imposter syndrome sometimes is that you're just automatically a sharer for mm -hmm. you know for a sub for something that is you know successful which is kind yep. of so absolutely uh, so what would you say to your younger self um you know i think one thing is you can do it my mother i'll never forget every college field hockey game she would be there and she'd be yelling you can do it um and it's so simple but, but I think it's so important. You know, I think it's go after whatever you want. You might stumble, you might fall, um, but no matter what, keep going because you can do it. Uh, I'd also tell my younger self that everything's gonna work out. As a daughter of a single mother who was working multiple jobs and, and working her tail off to make things happen, um, I didn't ever think that I'd have the life I have today. I always thought the struggle was normal and would be the norm. And so through, but through my mom's focus on education, getting good grades, always making sure we stayed on the right path, I was able to go to great 
college. Um, I received a sports and academic scholarship. I met my husband there. We now have three amazing kids. We have a great life of abundance. And so, you know, I would tell my younger self, you know, regardless of where you came from, regardless of your circumstances, is focus on your education, give max effort, have a great attitude, you'll achieve big things and everything's going to work out. Yeah, I think that that's sound advice uh, to give to yourself. Would you give the same to younger girls today? Yes, I would say two things I've learned that have been really, um, you know, they transcend uh, time and age is really, you know, effort and attitude is everything. You know, focus on working hard in school, focus on giving 100% effort to whatever you do, focus on having a positive and great attitude. Those simple things will differentiate you from 90% of the people in the world. And so, you know, I think that for young girls, especially if you want to get into sales, you know, I think that um, reach for the stars, continue to be curious about anything and everything, be curious about technology and sales. And this is such a wonderful place to be. Um, in time, because there's so many free resources. When you think of access to content, there's so much, there's so much to take in that, you know, instead of scrolling through TikTok or Snapchat, you know, go, go on YouTube and watch a video that's going to fill your knowledge bucket and think about how you're, you're, you're progressing that knowledge bucket and how you're filling it. Because I think you have such access to to, to resources, you want to take advantage of it, especially at such a young age, you're a sponge and you have time to be able to start learning some skill sets. And, you know, when I think of even teaching my kids is I'd love for them to get in technology sales. I think it's such a, there's always going to be demand. It's such a great opportunity. I think there's a lot of life skills that come with being in sales. Mm -hmm. And there's so many ways that um, you can start young, starting a small business, dog walking, maybe you know, becoming a waitress to learn multitasking and people skills, and then, you know, build up that resume that when you go apply for a role, perhaps at a large technology company, you already have a resume, you've had experience and, you know, pair that with hard work and a great attitude, you'll be able to get a great job that will take off your, you know, you'll, you'll be able to be successful and use that same attitude and, and great effort and hard work in that first job and your career will take off. So, you know, I think attitude and effort, I think, are the two, two strongest qualities to have. I completely agree. I think sometimes, uh, you know, when you're building relationships, it's all about the attitude and the effort, you know, so as you make the effort and have that attitude in, in those relationships that you will make throughout your professional career and, you know, in school, et cetera, you know, you'll understand that, you know, that those connections with those people and those connections with, you know, your self-growth are really critical to the net, you know, to your, to your development. They really, really are. And it starts very young. You know, I think once you start instilling that confidence in them when they're young, everybody has their peaks and valleys with their confidence. But I think when you stay on track and you understand that you, that the, you can allow yourself to reset and say, okay, I've got to get back in the game. I got to get back in the game. And I mm -hmm. think that that's, that's a big part of it is really kind of um, working through that confidence and that determination, truly. So yes, and I'll, I'll share something too about confidence is that um, I always share this with people and they're shocked is that I grew up as a painfully, uh, painfully shy child. Painfully shy. I, my 14, my uh, sister is 14 months older than me. And so I always used to joke that she was my mouth for the first like 14 years of my life. 
And so, you know, people are shocked to learn that because they seem, you know, like an outgoing person right now. But that's the other piece is that regardless of how you grow up, you know, I grew up really shy and I didn't start really gaining confidence until I started playing field hockey in middle school and, and gaining some success and building that confidence. And I think that, you know, that happens over time. So even if you're, you know, somebody who's younger and you're saying, hey, you know, I just don't have the confidence to get out there, take small steps forward, you know, become part of a team, start to see some success somewhere, build that confidence. You can always change your future. Just work at it, work hard at it. We see a lot, um, the change in, in careers, the change in direction, changing your mind about something. And we, you know, we always say that you need to do that because that's part of growth. People sometimes look at it like it's a negative, but it's, it's actually a positive. You know, you can definitely make a change and understand that, you know, I don't, if I'm not in love with my role anymore, it's okay. You can go on and do something else that you want to do, you know, just make sure that, you know, that you want to do it and, and take the chance. You know, the yeah. worst thing that can happen is you just decide to do a different chance, you know, mm -hmm. it's different, uh, you know, kind of direction. Right. So if your LinkedIn profile was limited to three words, mm -hmm. what would it be? Um, so I'd say proud female leader. So I, proud is something I continue to, a feeling I continue to work on having for myself female, because I think, you know, first and foremost, I'm, I'm, I'm a female and I, and I, and I, you know, I love helping other females. I love helping you know, I always say to my leaders that I work with, I say, you know, send the elevator back down. Um, you know, I love being able to help females and a leader. I'm a leader by role and title in my organization right now, but I also feel that I'm a leader, you know, outside of, of my role in my job. I think, you know, I'm a leader in terms of my community and my friendships and my family. And so um, proud female leader. Well, I would say that you absolutely, uh, absolutely personify all three of those. So thank you so much. Uh, I think it's great that, you know, you brought in the fact about the leadership, because I think you show it in how you talk. I think you show it in how you're trying to just instill this in other salespeople and what they would like to do. I think it's fantastic. Thank you, Alicia, for that, for sharing your story. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. 